All right, welcome back. We are on episode three of the Nightcap, um, starring two co-hosts. Um, I'm co-host number one. <laughs> uh, co-host number one. Right, co-pilot. Um, Chris Mons, comedian, um, writer, content creator, uh, all of the above. You can find me on all social media. It's Chris Mons Comedy, and um, I have my better half here, so... I finally drug her into doing this, and she's episode three now. So, thank you for sticking with me. Um, who who are you? I am Danielle with Simply Homemade Catering. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Simply Homemade Catering, or my website shcateringclt.com. You guys should check it out. I got some cool stuff on there. Uh, you can look at the food that I prepare. If you're local, uh, you can order from me. Uh, kind of got the reputation for baby showers. Uh, no wrong with that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like a good baby shower meatball. Shit, I make some good meatballs, homemade from scratch, not the freezer stuff. <laughs> with homemade from scratch barbecue sauce, and it's turkey. And it's turkey, so you Which know, saving a little bit on the fat, not mixing. Yeah, we can't do ground meat. I'd be sick as a dog. I can't do so. It's funny as I get older, and I can't do ground meat. I can't do eggs. I can't do bacon. I freaking the pork, the pig turns it back on me. It's well, all the good I did. Well, I mean, ground meat ain't pork, but it's red meat. It's not as heavy. I mean, it's shit red meat. Turkey's me a lot lighter. Way better. Ground chicken's delicious too. But delicious. Turkey, the difference between ground chicken is good, but ground turkey, you can use it for other uses other than turkey. You can use it as a substitute for ground meat. Me personally, I wouldn't substitute chicken for ground meat. It's no. different. So no, that's no. just my opinion. But anyway, tonight we were trying to come up with topics initially it was going to be a uh, thoughts on killing your spouse but i guess that's a little morbid huh? yes too yes no I mean, we're loving couples i don't think that'd be necessary for us to talk about you know killing each other so i, I like it too much now there's some days it crossed my mind but i'm not gonna carry it out but i i don't think we need to talk about that because we'll go down a rabbit hole and i gotta sleep with one eye open yeah and then get passionate and right like, you know what? Yeah, I should have. I should have. That one time? Right. When you messed up my Chipotle order? Oh, we can go there. We can talk about that time we was driving. And I said, Daniel, don't hit that book bag in the road. Don't hit that book bag. And you hit the fucking book bag I in the road. I was trying not to hit it. I was trying to maneuver you around it. ran right over the middle of it. My my measurements are off. Yeah, I see. Okay. It was raw. So what's, 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 what's on cue for tonight? Okay, so... Instead of the killing spouse thing, maybe for a later date, we're going to talk about your kids. Well, no, not that one. Well, kind of. Life now versus before kids. Like, what was it like for us? We, we didn't talk about that before, did we? No. We talked about meeting, right? Yeah, we talked about meeting. But Okay, so life before kids? It was fun. I mean... Well, you say it was, I mean, yeah, it was fun. I, I, I guess because when we were, you know, we're still at that stage where we were still at that stage. I had just graduated from college. I mean, well, okay, we got together in 2007. Mm -hmm. And then 2008, I had my apartment, 2009 apartment, 2010, 
I had graduate. You were getting ready to graduate. I think a I lot. Got, of, I got my own place. Yeah, I think a lot of things were different. Like when you go to college, you're an adult. Oh yeah, as soon as, but, you, as, soon as, they, as, soon as your parents drive off, you on your own. Jack. Yeah, but you still got some ties. You got some freedom. Like 2010, I had graduated in May. I had to find a job. Like I was working at Walgreens, but. My goofy self put in my notice as soon as I graduated. I don't know who I thought I was. Yeah, you tell you, I, I, that'll show them. And I was back and forth to Pittsburgh. I was like, whoever calls me first, like I'll apply for jobs in Greensboro. I'll apply for jobs in Charlotte. Whoever calls me first. No, you apply I mean, jobs in Pittsburgh. Greensboro and Pittsburgh. Whoever calls me first, that's where I'll stay. Because remember, you was going to move to Pittsburgh. I still, up until last year, I still had no problem moving to Pittsburgh. Yeah, so... Well, two years ago. So I started working at Wells Fargo when, and this is the transition from Wachovia to Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. But I thought I was doing something, but I mean, it put, was put our, in perspective. You were doing something. You that's a pretty. But big, big it was our, it was my first job out of college. We were adults. I wasn't tied to school. You were in your last semester. Yeah. Like my best friend, we were roommates. She went to grad school. No, she went back home first. Yeah. So like we all moved out and we knew like when the fall came, it wasn't okay, everybody's coming back. Like that was it. It was life. So yeah. I think that was a great time. Um we got more familiar with ourselves. We we with each other. So yeah, that's when we started doing our annual trips to Myrtle Beach. We was doing that when we was in school, though. Yeah, but we started in like oh nine because mm. we went randomly. Yes, we did. Yeah, oh nine, uh, along nine. with another couple in oh eight. Yeah, oh mm. eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We went another couple, but we went by ourselves. And then we 09. started going by ourselves, and then we went every year until we got to um, till we pre- got pregnant with Kristen. But like, and now we started to bet. Real talk, we really didn't even. Go anywhere but Myrtle Beach. But I mean, we didn't. Like, we didn't know no your, different. Yeah, you visit your family and then visit and your family. My family. But we but, didn't know no different. But I mean, like to us, you know, we get a room, and then we didn't. Man, we didn't even think about looking for deals. We just we found a hotel we like, and we just stayed there regardless. Yeah. Like, all right, we was gonna claim no matter the price. Ate whatever. Ate whatever. Like, I had to worry about it. We were really on our own time. You know, tasting smoke down there, and we literally just. Ate till we got sick. Threw up. Wake up. Smoke. I threw up. He probably threw yeah, up. Yeah, because I was no, I was eating I too much. Up. And then um, it's oh so let's talk about that. All right, so when we first got to Myrtle Beach, this is the first time I ever heard of a Brazilian steakhouse, and we was in the ocean, like we was swimming, like yeah, we was in nasty ass Myrtle Beach water, and it was a plane that flew over. You know how they had the little things that go behind it, and then yeah, it was like. Ooh, Brazilian Steakhouse. I was like, what the hell is that? She's like, all the meat you can eat. And my cheap ass, Danielle was like, it's only $39.99 a person. I'm like, no, it was, it was $35. 35 I was like, God damn, $35? Like, $35 person. Now, I, I would gladly sign up for it. But back then, I'm like, man, I'm like, I had the money, but I didn't want to spend it. Yeah, he was like, well, first, the lady told us at the desk. So yeah, it's like right. a sign for us to go there because the lady told us at the desk when we checked in, you know, they had a little uh, lady like, here, here's some coupons. Yes, concierge. Brazilian steakhouse. If you go, you get a free dessert. Yeah, the concierge. And then we got in the water and we seen it. And Chris was like, 
I'm not paying that. He's like, I'm not paying. I'm like, Chris. I stood 10 toes down on that. I ain't paying it. All you can eat meat. But who want to eat all that meat? Hindsight. Well, no. Your eyes got big. Then he was like, well. And then we went. And it was like heaven on earth. Yeah. We got. They was just bringing the meat, bringing the meat. And then the car, if it's green, it keep coming. If it's red, it's not. I remember we was like, should we flip it over? Should we flip it over? Damn, that's crazy. Because people just not getting on the Brazilian takeout way. We've been on it like like 11 years ago. Yeah, we went on a Brazil. Man. We went on a tour. Every city we'll go to. Yes, plenty of people heard this. We went to one in Myrtle Beach. We went to one in Raleigh. Yeah. We went to one in Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte was by far the worst. Chima's, yeah, that was disappointing. Chima's was trash. No, no, the one in Greensboro was higher. Horrible on the in the cut. No, when I look back on it, Greensboro was better than Chima's. I yeah. put Myrtle yeah. Beach first. Because the ponds. It was all about them ponds. I put Myrtle Beach first. I put uh, Raleigh second. Yeah, because it had that sweet potato casserole. I tore that a new and, asshole. And the grilled pineapples. Yes. Um, I put Greensboro third. Who else? Where else did we go? We yeah, went Raleigh. Yeah, but Myrtle Beach had to buy far the best. Yeah. Then as I got older, I'm like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, who's sitting there eat all that food? That is just and pure we, just gluttony. Like gluttony. Just and we, t- we tore it up. I'd rather not go. I think we smoked like two months before we went, and we was like, time to eat. And I went, oh my God, and I seen the bill. And this is 2009, so to put it in perspective, I seen the bill. We fresh off recession. And uh, the bill was like $127. I was like, what the fuck? Like, That's what it was at Chima's. It was that in Myrtle Beach, too. Because uh, remember, they took forever with my car. And I got concerned. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, they stole yeah. my car. Yeah, I do remember that. Because because I had those. And I was being cheap in Greensboro. I didn't get drinks when I went out. But now, no, you, when I go out, I get me a drink. You get more, yeah, you get more than one drink. Well, it depends. Not here, like yeah, it's like $12. Yes, but, yeah. Might as well get a bottle of wine, might as well. but anyway, we would go on trips to Myrtle Beach, and fun. then uh, we would we talked about like how we would go out and party. It was it was it was fun, but I do remember always saying, Man, I want to live in Charlotte, I want to live in Charlotte, I want to yeah. live in Charlotte. I just want to get to Charlotte. And we can make it happen for as long as we get to the city, we make it happen from there. But it was always an excuse, like, however, we got this lease. We need to start looking for apartments and then we'll find a place. And but it don't work like that. Nah, you got like <laughs> it really don't. Like, and a lot of people always say that I gotta find it's no perfect time. We literally like you like Chris, I want to move to Charlotte. I was like, you know what? It wouldn't be bad. I applied for a job, went on the interview. I got the job like two days later, and then it just so happened we was like in the like two months left on our lease, but they sold the apartment complex. So they let us out the lease early. Remember that? When we- oh, I thought it was because we had a sister pro- property. Yeah, they so had a sister property here, so they let us out that lease. We could do a new one at the new lease at a new plot. Yeah, without having to work, pay a deposit, like mm-hmm. they was having us do some crazy stuff for us. Like you still have two apartments. It was some bull, but. Cause I remember we went here to look at some places. Yeah, and it's, and it's crazy how it ended up because we're back on the side of town where we first started looking at places. This yeah, because we lived in little townhouses, and then we had some weird shit was on my credit. And I'm like, who? The, what the hell is this? Yep. Because I'm like, where is this from? And then we called and got a handle, and like, and it was they, from Mission Friendly. But they just took it off, no problem. Oh yeah, because they was like, oh yeah, we made, no, we had a piece of paper to show that this yes. stuff was inaccurate. Yes, and they took it off, so. 
it worked out good, but I think to lead to go to a new, I think that was a very important relationship too, because I think in Greensboro, if we would have stayed there, we would have still been together, but we wouldn't have been as driven and motivated. You know, I would have still been, you know, working a little odd, costing a job, which is nothing wrong with that here and there. You know, you would have been at a cost on the job here and there, but we wouldn't have grow, grew. We, we wouldn't have realized that our dreams and what we want to do. For sure. That it was worth investing in. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, Mucha Shark, it was an I, investment. Yeah. I think we would still be. Now, I'd have one. We'd have, we, we got, we, we okay. We getting better financially, but we would have had, we'd have been way better in Greensboro. Yeah. We would have been way better in Greensboro, but financially, right now, Greensboro was too college mm-hmm. town for me. I feel like after a certain age, just coming from, I'm from Pittsburgh, it's right. where it's a, it's not big like Philly or anything like that, but it's bigger than Greensboro. Just the, like what's available, like the greater areas, it was, it was getting too much and it was college and it started becoming very superficial and mm-hmm. redundant. And like That's everybody right. was like, everybody was, you know, you get, you, you work your, you work your job, you get dressed up, put on the heels to go downtown Greensboro to the, uh, the end club or green street. Yeah. Or, Oh, it's homecoming. Egg yeah. crap. But, but, and it's funny because so, so many people that go, so and me, me you both went and take out degrees from there. But it's so funny. People outside of A&T get more excited than you do about G-Hub because I'm like, okay, homecoming's fun, but like, my nigga, I partied enough in school where like homecoming for us was easily campus Thursday through Saturday every week. <laughs> well, oh, you talk about what homecoming or school? Cause the school. school- now the campus would we had some nights where it would be dead, but we parted enough where it's like, oh, homecoming. And then too, AT professors, that would homecoming was always uh midterms. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, what you mean like partying? Party. Like, I got shit to do. say, I didn't party like, in, in the green. Because I, like, I would at least have a, at least one 10 page paper done. When it was, like, I remember freshman year when it ended up being like, um, when it when homecoming came, I said we got work. Mm-hmm. Like, God, it's homecoming. They don't. I remember him saying it's homecoming because you still got. You still work. got yeah. It was midterms. I know I had some stuff too. So. But yeah, if it wasn't for Greensboro, I wouldn't have. Um, I mean, of course, a lot of things went down in Greensboro, but Charlotte kind of helped us realign our plans. If it wasn't for Kristen, we would still be in Greensboro. Yeah, because it's crazy. Because my whole mindset was, I'm from a small town, from Dunn, small town. So Greensboro was big to me. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm I live in Greensboro. I'm, I'm cool with that. I, you know, I don't want no more. But I met, you know, I met you and I had Chris. And I'm like, man, it's it got to be something bigger than this. Especially when I started looking for jobs, and all the same things kept coming up, and I was like, yeah, okay, no, because um, I realized that I couldn't work in the call center. No, and I <clears throat> I couldn't do it. I lose my mind. Like yeah. I try, I would lose my mind. But I think that was before we had kids. So we wasn't wild. I think we were typical adults just growing up, enjoying ourselves, going to parties when we could, like New Year's. I didn't really go out like that. I mean, I would go out with you, but I didn't really go out, go out like that. No, you didn't. I've never been a going out person, even now. Yeah. But now, 
having children, it's a lot different. It's it's well now our kids are growing up, so mm-hmm. it's not as different as it used to be. Because I mean, when we had little itty babies, no, it's hard I, to do stuff. Yeah, and I really didn't want to. Yeah, because I I, I had to be like I'm like I'm 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 always been an alert parent, but like when you got a newborn, it's like. I can't do that. I can't even have a beer at the work. I got to make sure I'm on my P's and Q's because something happened. And I didn't start getting rest again until Kristen turned three. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of being three, I got pregnant again. So, But thank God that is done. Yeah. So now Devin's three. So I don't have to worry about, like, I'm not having any more kids. Like, I'm so done. this is the end. I thank God for the two I got. But um, I, I tell y'all, y'all listening, I, shit, come January, I think I'm going to get the snip, because I'm all for it. It's not no joke out here. I love my, I love them. Yeah, somebody, they changed my life. But shit. I feel like I wouldn't have take, taken any of the steps, like as small as getting a mess at the mood of Charlotte. When I got pregnant with Devin, I remember saying I was going to have my own business by the time I'm 30. And look at you. And I do. And I don't think people understand the work that goes into it. Yeah, the work and like from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, Danielle works from home. I mean, Danielle, she's at home. She don't work. Shit. I'd be up late with you in doing that shit. I'd be helping you out. I, as, as many events that you had, I've been right there, like, you know, loading stuff up. Running back and forth for the stove, sweating, doing minutes, like, peeling potatoes. It's I ain't very got motivating for sure. Because I I got supporters and I got people who were like, "Dang, I'm surprised!" Like, good job! Like, keep it up. You know what? You know what I always thought about when people what? say, like, not nobody in like your in your like professional circle, like not in like my comedy circle, your catering circle, but like random people. They be like, "Man, you like." Man, you you doing all right. Congrats. I wonder, are they saying that because it's like they would have stopped by now or they're surprised that you ain't stopped? Or is it actually like a sincere combination? Congrats. Yeah. And then and I think like it's like uh, I see you. Right. Like I appreciate because. Yeah. But sometimes um, I be watching. So because sometimes people get compliments, especially me being a comic and shit. They try to throw in like a little backhanded joke. I'm like, oh, that's a. Backhanded compliment. Like yeah. I, I get it. But so, then it's just a mental note. For sure. Like, oh. I see how you're doing. Yeah. We, we roll with it. Yeah. Because yeah. my thing is, it's, it's very fulfilling to do, do something you love and people see that you actually like that. She really likes food. Like, but that's crazy. I think that's important, too, because... I think on you know on, on both sides, I think we've gotten as far as we've gotten and will go far because we have a support system on both ends. Like you support me, I support you, and I think it feeds off of that and it kinda like motivates us. I don't want to let you down because it's like, damn, I done invested all this time into this nigga with these jokes and helping me write not helping me write, but like you know, you bounce ideas yeah, up there. Yeah, and ideas. I and I just quit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, damn, like, like, we will waste of space. Like, not not, not even just a waste of space, but like, Dad, what happened where you lost your motivation and I couldn't pick you up or right. the same with you? So it's like, I think it was like, like growing up, 
you don't want to disappoint people who's important to you, whether it's your parents, whatever. You don't want to disappoint them. That's real. So you try your hardest and you try your hardest. And I think that's the best way to go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you know exactly what you're doing it for, anything, whether it's being an entrepreneur, even just having a job or I mean, like your career, like you have a career. Mm-hmm. You don't want to disappoint people. If you think about the sacrifices that people have made, yeah. you know. So, and not even just monetary, just time and energy and effort and stuff. So. Or people supporting you, yeah. And they putting their name out like that. I gotta put my name out there for you. And you, and you fucking show up to a a, a banquet. <clears throat> and you ain't got no napkins, like you, you know, what no I'm saying? Like something something simple as you that, like. Right, you you oh god, you you know I'd have recommended you for this catering gig, and you out and have late with the food. Speaking of that, we are off the top topic completely of our children, but we're talking about our business growing together. Yeah, but I remember when we got married. That DJ, he had the potential. He did my wedding and my friend's wedding, and he he screwed my wedding up. He was terrible. But he was so passionate about what he did, but he wasn't. He when we would talk on the phone, he I do this, I do this. He I remember, grow, I, yeah, I remember he was at your grandma house. He was like, he, he's gonna do a good job because he, he brought loves a, his music. He brought and a mixtape by passionate. Yeah, he gave me a mixtape how he did mixes. So I'm like, oh, this guy's passionate, he's gonna do good. Man, that joker. That man didn't know half the songs that I walked down the aisle to, then tried to tell me, then it's like he was real sweet before. Then he, this is it. Like he knew what the song was. Then he played the wrong song on our first dance. You had to get where wise. his friend had to put an auxiliary cord on his phone, and that's when I was like, "I'm done." I tore that man up. You don't do that. I don't think he DJ no more, dude. He probably don't. Like, you that kill, was you, terrible. You killed a man. Well, he killed a self career. Then he did my friend's wedding. Didn't think I was going to be there. That was awkward, wasn't it? Very awkward. He said, I threw my hand up. I said, what's up, brother? He was terrible because I gave the review before the wedding, so he knew what it was. He yeah. was terrible. I'm like, hey, here's what it is. You don't do that to people. All right. So, you got to be professional. So, I mean, but this was fun. Another cool night talking about ourselves. We're three weeks in. This was this was cool. We talked about what meat, uh Surviving school in the clubbing, you know, clubbing scene, making it through that, moving to Charlotte, having kids, the the usual run of the mill conversations. So this was cool. This is cool. So um, make sure you guys subscribe. Um, we we have it up on a, a lot of the uh, streaming platforms, uh, most notably Spotify, uh, YouTube, Google. Uh, still waiting to hear back from, uh, from iTunes. So waiting to see what Apple's talking about. But we're definitely gonna try to have it up there ASAP. So um, this has been episode three of the uh, Nightcap. I'm uh, comedian Chris Mons, Chris Mons Comedy on all social networks, uh, as well as my other podcast, the Papa Don Podcast. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys tuning in um, to the uh, right in my right hand. If you want to tell them who you are. Danielle, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Simply Homemade Catering or shcateringclt.com for my website. My menu, some of my blogs, a few uh, cooking video. Which is really nice, by the way. Thank you, my friend. Um, her business, they do uh, 
Really good job. Really good job. Cool. All right. Well, hey, guys, until next time, uh, thanks for tuning in. All right. See you. Peace.